All right, so Maya texted. She wants to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, especially Sammy. And, and I guess we could say Stephen because he is kind of playing Mr. Mom because he is the stay-at-home dad now while Sammy is going to work. So I guess we've got uh, both of them can get uh, happy Mother's Day greetings, plus all the other moms out there. Uh, I, we have a lot to talk about with uh, NBA, your Phoenix Suns, Zach, or, uh, you know, trying their best. Yeah, last night was brutal. <laughs> but, uh, you know, how th- we'll see how things go with uh, with that. The Nuggets are up 3-2. to two. Yep. But before I get into sports, I watched this documentary on, it's called Hitsville, The Making of Motown. Did any of you guys see that? Oh, yeah. That, this, that I, I, just saw, I just saw it, like, not too long ago. It's unbelievable. Did you? That's, I, the, that's the one with... Um, yeah, with Smokey I mean, Robinson. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a great... Great it's documentary. really great. It yeah, really oh, yeah. is. And Barry Gordy, that guy is a genius. Absolutely. He, wor- he worked at Ford Motor Company, mm-hmm. learned about the assembly line, and then just made Hitsville. It's a ama- It's such a good documentary. It's like two hours and it, it flies by. Oh, yeah. It I flies love, by. Yeah, it was great. It's such a good documentary. Did you see it, Melissa? Yeah, I watched it. Did you like it? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was good, right? Yeah. I thought it was good. Mike, I don't think you've seen it yet. No. I'm telling you. It's right up your alley, Mike. Yeah, it's great. It. I'm the only one here who hasn't heard of it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all right, but it's not <laughs> Sling. You're not a big, you don't watch Sling that much, yeah, but it's on like Showtime. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was a Showtime document. Really good. I saw this uh, little article today about your buddy Tom Hanks who said sometimes he did get angry on set. He can't be calm all the time. So that well, uh, I mean, the man can't be a saint. He can't be good all the time. But I just wanted to let you know he does have feet of clay, Zach. A little bit of feet he, of clay. He, you know what? He's still, he, it's still him saying it. <laughs> you no, know, it's, so, it's true. It's so true. So I, I, uh, all my, his bad traits have just been passed down to Chet Hanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Where Chet Hanks is, is yeah, all yeah, the bad in Tom Hanks. I uh, I still love him, man. <laughs> oh, of course, we're never going to change that. His son, I think we mentioned last did a uh, documentary about Willie Mays. His he, I know that Tom, Tom Hanks, right, Tom, was a big Willie Mays fan, so I wouldn't be surprised. And then, uh, well, his son was more of a because he was living in L.A. This is when he got uh, when they divorced. He went up to San Francisco and lived. Uh, his son, uh, Colin. Colin. Yeah. Did a nice documentary on HBO about. Uh, he did. He's he he did a great one about Tower Records too. Yes. He does. He does. He's I didn't a good see that one yet. Yeah. But the Hitsville one, I'm telling you, is awesome. Is awesome. And Stephen wanted me to bring up that Meg Two is coming out in August. Oh, it's, it's just to get people to get ready now. Too? We okay. want to start pumping oh, yes. that because. You don't have, you know, Meg One, of course, or Meg, whatever, you know, I think it was just Meg it was called. It was, was that with Jason Meg Yeah, of course. Yeah. He fights course. A, a, uh, a Meg Ryan. <laughs> yeah, right. A giant Meg Ryan. A megalodon shark. A megalodon. From, megalodon, yeah. thank yes. you. Megalodon shark. So they made uh, two. The so long-awaited sequel. Well, it grossed. I, it grossed a lot more. I did. I looked it up. It, it made like over five hundred million dollars. It was huge in China. Worldwide. Very big in China because oh, yeah. they they included like you know like a, like a Scenes Chinese measure. actor. Yes. So it, yeah, it was very yeah. big, very big, very in big in China. So I just, just like our podcast. That, yeah, very big, very big. In China. Steve wanted uh, Stephen wanted me to mention that that uh, that it's coming out in August. We should 
prepare for that, get our tickets early. Now, John Wick is... It's it's it came out. It I came haven't seen out, chapter four yet. Haven't seen chapter four yet, but Mike did see the Super Mario movie. I did. So did Melissa, but she watched it on like Twitter almost or online somehow. I went to the theater and saw it. <laughs> what did you think? And I paid no money for it. Yes, so, you know. was it the experience? Was it worth it? I mean, it was uh, it was exactly what you would expect it to be. It was very safe. Like, you know, it was an hour and a half movie. It was all like the typical jokes you'd think they hit. Right. The way they did the action scenes was straight out of like the video games, which is awesome. But you could tell they're building like a universe. You know, like everything has to build a universe. Because they already announced a Donkey Kong movie, but they could do a second one. They could do a Luigi's Mansion movie. But it was good. I mean, it was like, it was what you wanted it to be. It was just a fun movie. And if you play the games, the way they did the orchestra with the songs, the old songs, was good. And the original voice actor was in it of Mario. Oh, really? For like a, a cameo. Yeah. Just as like a passing the torch type thing. Didn't Lou Albano do the cartoon part? Lou Albano had the show Captain Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Right. And he would do like the bumps, like the wraparounds, like the start and the finish. So he he was my Mario growing up. So he was the voice of Mario and he he didn't voice him in the cartoon part, I don't think. He would do it like, because basically he as Mario would introduce... A little Mario-like cartoon. Oh, so he wasn't the voice? I don't think in the animated part he was the voice, but in the live-action part he was... It wasn't... Now, we don't know who... Was it... It wasn't Lou Ferrigno that did that. No, no, no. No, it was absolutely Captain Lou Albano who was Mario. But the way that show worked was like they would have parts in the beginning where him and another guy who was like on Barney Miller... Where it would played Mario John Denny or something like yeah, that. I think was play, his name. Yeah, played yeah. played um, Mario and Luigi, and like that was the bigger part of the show. And they'd have like maybe like a ten minute animated thing where they would do something. Uh, and I can't, I just can't remember if Captain Lou Albano did the voice of the animated Mario, but he was that like you know they had the Super Mario rap and that they would sing over the swing your arms from side to side come on hey let's go do the mario that was the captain lou albano was saying that well yeah. he did he was on uh, cindy lopper uh he yeah and cindy lopper was on that show because of the cindy lopper lou albano connection yeah and girls don't want to just want to have fun now how did they do them was it like cartoon and then live action or was all like no it was all cartoon all, all just animated, now yeah. who were the voices then well chris pratt was mario which a lot of people were upset about yeah i heard i'd heard that it was chris pratt yes. i was like that's kind charlie of a- day was luigi the most annoying voice in my opinion like yeah. chris pratt did fine like with it he would, it was fine uh, right the most annoying voice is seth rogan is donkey kong and he's not even bad it's just that he's just seth rogan like everybody like keegan michael key played toad and he killed it he did like a whole voice he but he was the funniest part of the movie he did great really but seth rogan was just seth rogan he didn't like, bother to change or no he didn't change his voice at all his there's a few times that donkey kong has to laugh I mean, were you really expecting him to what else does uh, he have but like his laugh he's got seth rogan and yeah. seth rogan his laugh was yeah but the you worst. thought maybe he could i guess change they it already it. said like like to melissa's credit they're already doing a donkey kong movie you had no risk of like, oh, you're going to get replaced. <laughs> He's fine. He just did a laugh. It's just the most annoying thing is that he keeps his laugh. And it's like, oh, that's yeah. Seth Rogen immediately. But it wasn't bad. 
Uh, I mean, the movie again was great. Was it theater but, crowded? Was it? Uh, no, but they, we didn't plan on this, but we went the night that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 came out. Like, the exact same night. So the movies was packed, but our theater was like... Your empty. theater. Now, he's in both then. Yes. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy also, and he's in the Mario yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah, so wow. the Mario movie made, like, so much money worldwide that I think it's, like, the third biggest animated movie ever. It's huge. And, uh, and of course, Guardians, they're always popular. Because Marvel's been really bad recently, but the Guardians has been very, very well So that's received. with Zoe Saldana? Zoe Saldana? Yes. Yep. And Dave Bautista is yes. also in that? Yes, a few people. Was this his last one, Dave Bautista? I know he's, like, what, he's giving it up? or I think it's all there. Like, at least from what they're all saying, like, they're all pretty much done. This is yeah. supposed to wrap up their... Like trilogy because that's, oh, so been that's like it. There won't. It's been like exclusively like James Gunn's thing was the Guardians of the Galaxy, and he was kind of pissed off. I think with some of the stuff they did with his characters in the like the Avengers movies because all these movies have to be connected. Right. Uh, so yeah, this is the last one of that, and he's leaving to run the DC universe. Good luck with that. Yeah, and it yeah. seems like it's all happening at the worst time because it seems like. It looks like video game movies are jumping into the comic book, like to fill the comic book movie void. Void, there. yeah, because Marvel's had a lot of issues recently, and I mean, it was bound to happen. They, you know, you can't make well, something's got to run its course after a while. There was a lot of those movies made, yeah. you know, between Marvel, DC, whatever you have. But aren't they doing another like Aquaman? Thing, that's for, DC, and yeah, that's DC. Doing, that's doing, coming out though, right? Isn't yes, that, that's there's going to be a lot of DC movies coming out, and Marvel's now gonna. There's like two, there's too much stuff, and there's also now been some scandals where a big person that was involved in the next phase of these movies uh, has unfortunately there's there's been some abuse situations. So, really? Yeah. Jonathan Majors was supposed to be the big villain or a big piece of this next phase, and now they don't. Really I think know. it's a little bit ridiculous, though. Like, I don't know what happened with all this stuff with him, so I'm going to have to talk to that. But uh, Aisha Miller, was it, right? Oh, yeah, Ezra Miller. Oh, Ezra DC, Miller? Who, you know, arguably has got a rap sheet much longer than this guy. You know, the things he's been convicted, or at least we think he's done. He's like a cult leader almost. And he's the Flash. And that's like, it's fine. We don't talk about that. But Jonathan Majors, like, some stuff I've read, like, it wasn't even, like, that bad. And, like, listen, I don't know. I'm not defending the dude. I really didn't, like, look too much into it. I I just think it's funny that he's getting all this, and yet... Aisha Miller's been in like the flat like we've known this for years now about him that he's yeah but yeah, he's, he's not water, I mean he's not out of the woods yet though he's this. not out of the woods yet but but there was a bunch of times where DC I mean Dis, uh, DC canceled like there was a Batgirl movie that was finished and right during the Warner acquisition. It's like the movie, the producers, you know, they just realized they could make more money canning it than actually showing so they did that. And that's probably what they should have done with The Flash. Yeah, because there's another one coming out. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes, he's still got, like, the movie coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's it's the big thing now. And there's no question of replacing him or getting rid of him. No. Or anything like that. And I just, I personally just think it's funny because, you know, uh, the stuff he's been 
you're accused of is you're certainly not serious. wrong. Yeah, you're <laughs> like like kidnapping. Yeah, uh, weapons charges, multiple forcing underage people. You know, yes. what I mean, like it's not just like a little blip. Yeah, was he you know. also in the Creed movies? That's Jonathan that's Majors. Jonathan Majors. Now, yes. Jonathan, oh, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. So, so Jonathan Majors, there's another. It's an abuse thing. It's you know, it's it's none of this is good right. at all. It's bad publicity for a movie, obviously. It's you know. certainly bad publicity. It's terrible for the victims, of course, and because I thought Jonathan Majors was a great up and coming actor. It's all really sad. But Jonathan Majors, it's like it seems like everyone's just cut ties. Where Ezra Miller. This is kind of, I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's been multiple terrible things that's happened and they just kind of, they just withstood the bad PR and now he's going to come out and I think they're almost going to do like a redemption arc. Like, oh, he's all better now. Like whatever. It's mental, all like a mental health. Yeah. You know, he needs to get his mental health. Like, dude's like a cult leader at this point. Like that's the stuff we think he's doing and we're like, oh, you know, it's fine. He's, he's the flash. How, yeah, how did Super Mario get here? That's a, I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> Super but, Mario Brothers brings us to uh, abuse. Well, they're like a cult in themselves. Well, yeah, yeah, really. Well, I, well, I didn't mean yeah. to to turn from that. I do think though, there's a lot of issues that Marvel's had way beyond just that. That there's the superhero fatigue. They really should have waited after after they finished. What was it? Endgame or Infinity War? Uh, um, Endgame. What's Endgame. Like the ending of the. They should have current players at least yeah that disney got as disney wants to do in all these corporations is they just kept milking it where they should have let it breathe maybe at least for a year because then it turned into the all the time travel stuff and the, then the alternate universes and that just the average person has listen, a problem i watched some of the shows but not every person's gonna watch every one of the nope the disney plus shows and care about these characters because you'll have characters in the movies that were only explained in a Disney Plus show. So you're watching it. It's like unless you watch that there's Disney too much. Plus, yeah, there's too much. There's too, too much. much to it's take too it. much yeah. to do. They set up. Yeah. Their, yeah, they set up their big villain in the end of the Loki show, yeah. which came out right mm-hmm. after the well, not right after, but in a couple of months after Endgame, and then it just became it just became too much. Now Michael Shannon's in it, also I see. Yes, he's he's returning as General Zod in it, this is again in the, in the, in Flash, the Flash movie, movie yes. in the DC. So he's but and this he's all over this uh, Michael Shannon this guy like he's doing the Waco thing now on uh, it's yeah. on Showtime uh, the the second the part, second part the yeah. second part of it he just did that miniseries with Jessica Chastain George and Tammy I wanted to mention your podcast before when you did the draft you got yeah. the first two overall picks correct I did Mike I didn't see the rest of the draft but I, I, I texted you after those because you, you went two did, for two I did have the right player but there was a trade for the third pick I only uh, got four right by the way but this was the, the worst I ever, I've ever done but so you got the first three. What was first, the fourth one? The, the, did you get the first four? I got the first three right, yeah. and then it went way down before I got one pick, which was correct. Uh, later on in the draft, later on down the line, I, I got one other player right, which uh, Quentin Johnson going to the Los Angeles Chargers. I had a, a rough uh, rough middle. This looked like one of my old I test can't. papers. That I got used to get back. A lot of stuff written in the margins. Maybe should have studied more. I th- I knew this was going to be a tough draft. I don't want to take a lot of 
time talking about that because I also uh, owe Mikey $10 because I bet I asked him to do me a favor. And I said, would you put $10 on Cyclone Mischief? Oh. The Kentucky Derby. On the Kentucky Derby. It just finished running. It finished last. 55 lengths out of first. I... I am not doing well with my predictions. Well, in fairness, with the Kentucky Derby, no one predicted. Well, the favorite was scratched. A lot of unfortunate things happened. Some deaths at the (laughs) track. Yeah, there was seven unfortunate things happened. Yeah, really, but it's still no excuse. The show lucky all over again. Yeah, 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 really. In a day, though, or in a couple of days. Yeah, it wasn't well. Yeah, now they're launching investigations into it. Yeah, it was kind of... I mean, yeah. You would think, yeah, when you have... But, yeah, but I just thought, you know what? I said, let me just take a shot. Mikey's on DraftKings. Uh, FanDuel. Forgive me. FanDuel, which will one day... Which is a sponsor. Which, yeah, yeah, FanDuel. Yeah. yeah. FanDuel one day will be a sponsor. We'll gladly take your money to... uh, Yeah. No, you know what? Steven has DraftKings. Yes. Mikey has FanDuel. So we'll cover, We'll take you both. We'll take both their money. Exactly. And, and I, I, I feel that sponsorship is coming soon. Oh, but yeah, they'll MGM. take a lot of my money because I'm... Well, Henrik Lundqvist does, uh, I think, Caesars Sportsbook. So you he got does. Henrik Lundqvist and Patton Oswalt, so I'll do Caesars yeah. Sportsbook. Then. Yeah, do Caesars. Well, there you go. There you go, on that. I, I watched the, the Kentucky Derby just clearly, just to, you know, yes. to see. I watched it on my phone after he I He did placed, watch it on his phone after, I, after Mike goes, your horse is still running. I do just want to <laughs> say, because you asked me to place, I placed it with the last minute allowed in bets. Yes. I, like, placed the bet as they were, like, lining up. Right. On the, like, yeah, it couldn't I, have been any, like, quicker than had that. Had the horse not gone in, had the horse gone in right away, some of them, he wouldn't have got the bet down because they were... One was like, I guess, yeah, rustling the, in and out. Yeah, and they go oh, another horse. minute to post time. So Mikey just put in. I should have waited the extra minute and saved yeah. the $10. But I'm not it doing well. It was a quick well. way to... You know, I, I didn't put a quick way to down, down, but I, I, I wanted... I thought King's Reign because it was on uh, the coronation day. And well, uh, King's yeah. Reign led until it didn't. It didn't, yeah. 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 But it didn't do any worse than Cyclone Mischief, which finished 55 and a half lengths out of first. Wow. So, that's, like that's I said, impressive. he's still, I think, just finished. Just I finished. think he finished Sunday morning rather than Saturday that's afternoon. That's all right. I've been on a horse, too, and I think they, uh, they came Did, in last. Yeah. Year, so I it's mean, okay. Nah. It used to be a bigger deal, the Derby. I mean, when I was growing up, that was a big... Oh, horse racing and boxing was I, huge back. I, but, I, but now it's it's just you only get ready for three races. You know, the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont Stakes. That's... Basically, but you, you want the follow. triple crown. That's the yeah. yeah. That's it. You would follow. You know, you get into all the preaknesses and that you know, a couple of weeks and whatever. But there'll be no probably triple crown winner, so people won't. You know, but it's the Kentucky Derby, so as people go dress up, you know, the whole. Bit. So there's a huge fist fight there. Really? I saw that. Yeah, there's. Well, you've got all those people in the infield that are there for seven, eight hours uh, waiting for that one race, you know. A whole bunch of people in hats swinging at each other. (laughs) You know. Modern Millionaire's Row, though, that was a little bit common because they built, you know, there's one spot where you. you Yes. Where the elite meet to eat and then the rest of the patrons go, the rank and file go in the infield of the uh, beautiful Churchill Downs. But. yeah, that was tough. A draft, I didn't do well. And I don't grade the draft on how teams do. I don't do that. Because, you you know, a team needs a defensive end. They draft a defensive end and go, well, they filled their need. But that doesn't mean that that guy that they drafted is going to be the guy that's going to, you know, do be the, the man, at, you yeah. know, at this point. But 
So I, I and especially won't grade this draft because I did not do as well as I had hoped. But you know, it's fun. I've always done it's it. It's fun. What are you fun. gonna do? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like your favorite Star Wars characters. You gotta list them on who do you think or whatever you gotta do. But uh, yeah. uh, it's listing Star Wars characters. Yeah. Just to get back to that, is John Favreau directing? John John Favreau has been a huge part of Star Wars. So is he? Is but the new? Is there is a new one coming out soon, or will be, or he's working? Well, on? he works on well, the show. If you want me to get into a whole thing. Uh, well, so, so not not massive. just before you do, but all shows aren't doing anything now, right? Because of the writers' yes, strike, That's... everything's shut down. <laughs> so everything, all the streaming, all that, like, well, some shows are still going in production, which they're, they're in produ- yeah. flat for, yeah. But the yeah, it's it's just like in two thousand eight during that writer strike, which is scary to me because if you look like that's when a lot of shows shit the bed and it's when a lot of movies had problems because of that writer's strike that right. I mean writers are very important absolutely and this is the last time was for DVD rights and this is for um, streaming streaming yeah, rights right? they've made massive amounts of money and the writers have gotten none of it it's it's nuts so I hope you know um, yeah they shut down but it's uh, not something that could be settled like this is not going to be if this was let's say during production of shows in the mid, like October, November, when shows are still being done and whatever, but now pretty much a lot. Well, the late night shows aren't running. The right? late night shows aren't repeats. running. No, there's. I know Bill Maher wasn't on because of the writer strike. Also, he's live on HBO on Fridays. He wasn't on. Yeah, John Oliver wasn't. Well, they're 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 not. None yeah, of them are going to cross. No, right. None of them are going to cross. Yeah. And I guess the actors are sticking with that. Also, they're not going to. I think there's some stuff that is or, filming. That they can, but like I know, like all the Marvel movies that are filming now shut down. I know that they shut down production of my favorite Star Wars show, Andor, which is good. Like it's good that like, I mean I think that they should all stop. It's better one for you know the writers and two it's it, like you don't want the qual- the quality. That's it. It literally killed the show Heroes, which had like an amazing first season. The second season. They did it during the writer's strike, and the whole thing collapsed. So you'll look at a lot of shows that came out in like 2009 right. that they just weren't good because of the writer's strike, and they had to rush and everything. So. But this is all streaming rights, uh, you know, being yes. able to get some... That's the big crux of it, is just them getting some sort of money from streaming. There's another thing I'd ask you. This HBO saying it's going from HBO Max to just Max. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? It's like every year. HBO, HBO Go, HBO Max. He's like, well, I mean, do you, you have to the like, latest, stick with is it? the subscription? Is it you, the same? If you have it, it's going to stay. It's because of a merger, right? But yeah, it's because that stupid Discovery Time Warner merger. This is, I mean, this is a bigger thing about how terrible all these like mergers are. Right. But that's why they they killed that that Batgirl movie. They've right. been just if you look on HBO. Max now, the shows that you used to be able to find on there are just off. Like it used to be when HBO Max launched, like you had every single thing HBO ever did on there. Oh, you don't get that anymore, like no. Sopranos, things like that. You like, get Sopranos, but like they're taking like some HBO made shows just off. And like, they weren't going to Max, you mean? No, like just off. Yeah, like, like they they took them off. Now they've dumped them on Roku. Some of them. But the, like, but they, Roku you have to pay for. Well, Roku's like a like a Fire Stick, like an Amazon thing. Like it's it is. I like think now it's got like, an app too. Oh, okay. yeah, it's but, like yeah. a company's like streaming thing. You have to pay for it. Yeah, and and that's 
to a bigger thing that's really being discussed with all this is how like you know it's been a big ad for physical media again which who has space in their house for all these shows to 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 get the the dvds up but when these companies take over they can just blink it out of existence so they're selling it to rope like they're selling certain shows to a different like their shows which you would get for free if you had i mean not for free because you're paying for a subscription but you could get any one of the shows they had now they're selling portions of that to roku or whatever yeah and there's whole things now too whereas i was looking for this one documentary that was an hbo documentary that mm-hmm. now i can't get but i can through hbo max buy the documentary oh which is yeah. so annoying that i like an amazon thing oh, if you yeah. don't have it you can buy it let's that, not get to so that i almost lost my ever. mind i i i already pay for hbo max right and then within that and you couldn't i had to get it through talking to my xfinity to find out the only way you could get it and it's like the documentary isn't worth it but if i'm paying when i'm paying for hbo max right i should be able to get the documentaries that I of mean, course and hbo max still offered a lot i'm like you you when you got hbo max you got the little tmc thing you you got some good stuff and you still get some good stuff but now Turner classic you Turner get, classic you get through what HBO? HBO Max. HBO, you, it has a little, little section, section on there. for TMC That's movies. It's a turtle classic movie section. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's at the... Yeah. Really? I mean, you, it might just be movies that you can find, but you get all that. You get a lot of stuff. But now it's like, within that, there's going to be like, you know, my 90-pound tumor. And, you know, <laughs> like all the... Like now, because now that it's not HBO Max, it's Max, you're going to get all those horrible discovery shows. That are going to be on there, and some HBO. Are they stuff, raising the subscription rate then, or I think everything's going up just a little bit. I just try not to think about it too much. <laughs> it, it is getting a little incredible though. But you see, HBO though, I love Succession. Yes. Now, when that switch is made, I'll still be able to get Succession till the all like the major HBO the major shows. things. But what I don't understand is how like you know you have a lot of these things that are like streaming only right shows that are just premiering on hbo max which i feel like that's gotta drop viewership on just a regular hbo channel you know it's just harder for people to find stuff you it, know like, like oh difficult. i have to watch it on just the app i can't let's say watch it hbo sunday night used to be the night that you'd watch the shows i'm happy that you know, a lot of their flagship shows are still on Sunday, but then they've got stuff on Monday nights now, which Monday... Well, they, they the, put Perry Mason on Mondays. And the White House Plumbers is on Mondays. Right, right, right. Which I not I haven't watched it yet. I'm not like... Thri- I mean... It's more funny. Yeah, I mean, it's I know they're kind of doing like a campy, tongue-in-cheek thing like of it more than how it was and... Was yeah, the, we're showing them like uh, you know they weren't the brightest, which they weren't obviously. Obviously, yeah. But you know they thought they were way above the law, and it didn't need to be done in the first place. If you knew, you know, I'm sure if you saw all the president's men and whatever, you see that these bunch of clowns just you know go in and, and do what they did. But yeah, I, I haven't gotten into that, and I, I kind of stopped watching Perry Mason, but I have to catch up on that. Yeah, uh, I missed. I haven't watched the second season. I, I watched the first like three, and then. I said, oh, I'm watching this, or I, and then I said, you know what, I'll just wait. Because I, I got into the thing where, like, Netflix, they drop the whole thing. I can't wait. Wait. It drives me crazy. So I said, instead of doing it, I'm just going to watch something else, another, you know, and then wait till it finishes, and then I'll watch the whole thing. Because uh, I'm watching this one with Rachel Weiss now. 
Oh, uh, uh, I forgot the name of it. Where she plays her twin. She's playing her twin. twin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, the Jeremy Irons the, remake. Yeah. The Jeremy Irons type. Jeremy Irons type thing. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, in the first episode, if you want to see how babies are born, they show you how babies. They are show born. you everything. They don't. They they put a disclaimer in the front, like you know, this is going to be graphic. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I saw four kids being born. I know. And I'm like. I don't want to see that. That was like, no. they hit you hard in the beginning of that. So just a little heads up. Follow that disclaimer if you don't like seeing babies uh, being born. Yeah. yeah it's a uh, very... It's not a good time to uh, pick eating. Yeah, <laughs> right. Don't have a snack during the first like 10 minutes of that. Thought I had an appetite for dinner. Is it body double? No, dead ringers. Uh, dead, dead ringers. ringers. Dead ringers. Yeah. Yes, yes. I should write that down on the pad here like if I'm going to talk about things, but... I figured my mind would just bring it back. But I just want to get to a couple of things. Uh, Succession, still, I like it this year. A lot. It's the last season. There's still nobody you like on that show, as character-wise. I mean, they're great written and they're unbelievable, but there's nobody you rally around and and say, oh, gee, I hope this one takes over the company now. It, you know, I, well, in case people there, haven't seen the whole thing. was one scene that I really enjoyed... Because they've brought in, like, I guess a new, more villainous villain than his... The, the, oh, Sarsgaard character? Sarsgaard's yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of liked when Roman and Logan were, like, trying to... Like, like, like basically, they, they don't like him. And I... I, I you I, mean I, Roman and Kendall? Roman and Kendall, brother, yes, yes, yes. Roman and Kendall, yeah. yeah. That was... Uh, well, he's got to be the foil because we won't get... We'll yeah. give it away, but yeah, he need. But you just see that these guys were inept, though. They they are in a way the the brothers try, but they just don't. I'm one episode back with the the whole thing with the the jacket and the production. That was right. hilarious. Right, it's great, and I love Shiv too. The Shiv, you know, she's amazing. She's the most like her father. Yeah, she's a killer. That sh- that show is she's fantastic. Good. She really is. It really is. It shows you like just how these. People are, you know, it's supposed to be obviously like a certain news yeah, organization yeah. and and how things are done. Certain and podcasts and how they're run. <laughs> yeah, right. How well we're open to all here. Yes. We we want all people, you know. But uh, yeah, it's very good. And I'm watching Ted Lasso too. This is the final season of Ted Lasso. But I feel like I'm going through Jake and Sudeikis's, uh Jason Sudeikis's divorce type thing. Like it's so it's funny. Be. There was a. I, I believe it was an article in the new in New York magazine that uh-huh. says like enough of this season because I I don't watch the show right, but this right. season is just Jason Sudeikis's divorce and the, right it, it's it's not that I want to be happy and huggy and the whole bit which the first couple of seasons were but this is like he's you know obviously he's still in in England with his team and that the son is in Kansas and his wife is now uh, dating the uh, marriage counselor that was supposed to help them. Uh, so all this is going on, and you know it, it's it, it's getting better. The last couple episodes, in fact, it's on since we're doing this Wednesday. It's on tonight, so I'm going to check it out. But there's only a few. I think there's only like three or four episodes left. But it's getting away from it a little bit. But it's still. It's said that's like it, it's in its last season, which like what kind of made the show was especially the times it came out was like it's. Right, it was perfect for the time. It's it's something that's, you know, there's nothing... 
but with a little bit of that. Yeah, it was good. It, it's it's yeah. still a good show. The characters are still, you know, it's 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 done well. But you're just like, okay, divorce is tough for separation and the whole bit. But I need a little bit more. You know, I like the team more a little bit. Show that and how things are going. But you know, I don't think he needs my help. But he only said he was going to do three seasons. He felt that would be the amount to do it. Now they could be doing like spinoffs from it. Oh. But because uh, there's, there's a show Shrinkage that they with um, Harrison Ford is in. Yeah, and that's Jason mm-hmm. Siegel and Jason Siegel and the guys who worked on on uh, Ted Lasso were also doing that show. So some of the writers and the creators are really doing positive reviews. Yes, that's it's good. It's a good uh, it's a good show. So, but that's was it's. I think they only did eighty episodes, but it's renewed for the the following. Uh, it's whenever for, we get TV again after the strike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, whenever that'll be. But you did mention a word sad there, Zach, and I just want to turn to Mike for a second because the Rangers, Mike. Hmm. I want to just pivot here a little bit. Let's be, pivot because. Um, I thought, Mike, they were going to get to the... I didn't, I didn't make predictions because every time I do, it's the kiss of death for them, but I really thought this was going to be their year. Their coach has now been fired. And yeah. I know you're an insider to this, Michael. Yeah, and he's really messy. <laughs> who do you... Is there somebody that you would say, oh, man. I heard Joe Quinville, the former Blackhawks coach. Yeah, that name's being kicked around, but hopefully I, I've heard, like, I don't think that's... Happening, gonna that fly because like of the a, things yeah. that happened, yeah. Because well, yeah, yeah. you would have to be formally reinstated into the NHL anyway, right? And some right. people are saying that this, if the Rangers had interest, this would like like higher his chances of coming back in, right? But like from recent reports from the Rangers, they're not like interested in him. What they're trying to do, from what I've seen, they want to pry Mike Sullivan away from the Penguins because he was an old Rangers, right? Assistant he was an coach. assistant coach, but, yes. I don't see that happening. Some people are saying that because uh, there's a new GM in Pittsburgh or like they're looking for a new GM. Right. That the new GM could bring in a new coach, get rid of Sullivan, Rangers, wait it out, hire him. But that's right. like, who knows with that? I mean, Gallant wasn't bad. Two 100-point seasons made the playoffs both right. times. But, uh, I mean, he really got outcoached by Lindy Ruff in the playoffs. But, Were they uh, outcoached or just outplayed, though? Didn't well, he? I mean, both. The Rangers didn't show up, but, like, he didn't make any adjustments or do anything to help the team. He kept, like, he's stuck in his ways a little bit. It's the same reason why Vegas got rid of him after three seasons, and he made it to the playoffs every year right, into the right. finals their first year. Right, It's right. just you could tell the way he has of if coaching the game that he's not going to take you to the final. Were the players yeah. upset too? Like, were they like, oh, we, we're, we're sad he's gone or we're kind of happy he's gone? Was there a Some players said they were sad he was gone, but from what uh, Chris Jury reported, who's like the GM, is that... Uh, the exit interviews were... Yeah, some of the exit interviews from the players. Maybe not like players complaining, saying he should be fired, but it was like they could have walked in with that mindset of firing him and nothing they said like swayed them against that you know like there wasn't anybody like going i guess to war for him to stay but he was also like like them yeah 
Yeah, he was a terrible also, time to crap out, though. I mean, you know, it, like whether you like well, it or not, the team was doing the... bad at the start of the season, like in mid, like November and right. December. Right. And then I remember the there was talks about him being fired then. Uh huh. So, which is uh, then I shrugged it off because I was like, after last year, I was like, they'll get over it, and they did get over it. They right. were there. It was on paper one of the best rosters in the salary cap era. But, uh, you know, obviously. Do you think getting Kate and Tereschenko hurt them more? Or or because they kind of had their chemistry and then the trades were done? Maybe Kane more than Tereschenko? Yeah, definitely was... Kane more. Because he was also, he was injured the whole season. He right. was injured when he was on the Blackhawks, injured on the Rangers. He has like... Uh, a messed up hip mm-hmm. so he's only playing on one hip and like the, they knew this the doctors knew it like all that stuff they were like right. trying to help him but like that I don't know Kane only played one good game in the playoffs Tarasenko was great the whole time they could have been fine with him and just and let the Kane through. thing yeah. go but that was talk for a long time we're getting Kane that's going to be the missing piece but they seem to be gelling going into the play or b- before getting him and then it was like well then we got to mix our lines to make him fit in more. Yeah, there's a lot, of, for that's a lot of talent to try to get to work Classic together. Classic yeah. Rangers. Yeah. So they can break your heart. That's the thing about the Rangers. But they, they always chase a guy who is just past his prime. Well. Or... Which, um, and he'll be on our next and, podcast, yes. by the way. Yes. <laughs> Patrick Kane. Yes, with his pump hip. And I'd be... Talking to me. We'll do a one-on-one. I'd be remiss one. if I didn't uh, mention, because... Uh, there's this kid, Connor Bedard, who's the, like, people talking about, like, is the next McDavid. Like, he's great, he's the, right? Yeah. He's the, the Blackhawks have the number one pick. This is yes. the kid, right? Was he 17 or 18 years yeah, old? Yeah, I think he's, like, 17. He wears number 98. He's, like, a generational talent, they say, just like McDavid. He's, right. like, this was, like, the lottery to get, like, a, the next Sidney Crosby yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And... The Anaheim Ducks came in second on the dra- on the uh, lottery, even though they had the worst overall record. Right, and right. this is the second time they came in second on the lottery to get Sidney Crosby. Oh, and they came wow. in second on the lottery to get this kid. Wow. But it's also like some people were calling it rigged because like Kevin Weeks was uh, reading out like the stuff on like for the draft, the live right. draft. But he announced who had the third pick before it was ever shown on TV. Oh, so really? people were like uh, up well, in arms. Conspiracy but, theory. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, and of news. course the Blackhawks get a generational talent right as Taze and Kane both leave. Both leave. And yeah. right when. You know, because who would you rather be more relevant, the Ducks or the Chicago Blackhawks? One of the original six. So, like, I mean, I don't think it's, but that's what people are saying because of, but also, I feel like the lottery is a stupid thing. It should be if you finish worse, you get the first. Well, I think they do that too, like, for for tanking purposes. Like, are you guys trying? But then it also comes, like, then what's the point of getting the worst record? Not like I'm saying what's the point, like, you want to, but when you are the worst team, just genuinely just because you have no time what's the point then of okay you can still pick fifth in the draft right because they lottery off the first five right but they're lucky that this draft from what i was reading the first five to ten picks it's a very deep draft i heard somebody from michigan the michigan uh College team, the Wolverines is going to be the second pick. He's supposed to be really good too. Adam Fantelli or something yes. like that. Yeah. So I that's like they were right. saying the first ten picks. Of course, the Rangers get the first and the second overall pick in a year where the drafts aren't great. 
Like, uh, Lafreniere is okay, but I would have rather Jack Hughes the year before or Bedard now. But, uh... But it's the Rangers, Mike. Yeah, the Rangers. The the Rangers will break your heart. We'll get Bedard in about 13 years. Yeah. (laughs) When he's just thinking about hanging up and wants to finish Has the bad hip. Has the bad hip. And then... That's it. Well, I mean, I also, seeing who the Rangers got now, I would a thousand percent believe that we will get Connor McDavid when he's like 42. Yeah, we're well, like, we'll get Connor McDavid, and it's like, yeah. And the jersey sales will skyrocket. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, the Canes jersey sold out the night that he was traded to the team, and there was a game like the next night, but he didn't make that game. But they already had the jerseys that the jersey sold out that night. Right. And he wasn't even playing that right. game. And they, I don't think he's coming back next season. Uh, well, I don't, I don't. No, think although the be. Rangers, I feel like, are more inclined to try to sign him. Although they would be better to sign Tarasenko. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Without injury, you know what you're getting with Tarasenko. You don't know what you're going to get. And Tarasenko is still years younger than Kane, right? A few, a few, I feel like, like three Kane's years. Like, yeah, I feel like three years. And I don't know, just the way he played was so much better. He's also he's got an injured shoulder, but it's not nearly as bad as Kane's yeah, hip. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's a whole thing, but yeah, that was, uh, well, they're sort of imploding on themselves now, though. There's a lot of, I feel like, reactionary things that are going to happen this offseason that may not be the best. I mean, Galant being fired, some people could argue, is already one of I them. I think when you have expectations, high expectations, and it, the bubble bursts, that's when you kind of make either we got to regroup and say, what do we need, or we make the panic move, and I guess, I don't know if firing Gallant would be a panic move, but is it, you know, they have to calm down a little bit and say, okay, coach to players, what do we need? Are we going to get rid of a few? Who are we bringing in and what's he going to be? Because most of the time when you bring in a new coach, he's either going to, he's going to be different. You know, if Gallant's a, let's say, uh, a disciplinarian, you bring in a guy that's a little bit mellower. If you bring in a fire coach that's mellower, you bring in a disciplinarian. So you don't know. That's the first thing you have to do. And how's the team going to deal with it? What's Vigneault up to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I know uh, Steven liked to point out in like, the past Rangers coaches, uh, he was texting me that. But I was like, I didn't mind Vigneault. Especially I when, I mean, they got to the finals with him. He's the only coach I've ever seen to get them to right, the finals. Right, right. But I get, though, with him, too, the reason why he was fired. Because same thing with Gallant. He got to the finals with the Canucks and didn't win. Like, right. he's the guy who's always going to be in second. Right. Yep. He'll be up there, but he'll be in second. But they just can't find the way, even if they get there. and, and It might have been goaltending, too, that the Rangers didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's sad is that he still, uh, Igor still has the best like goals against like expected. Where right. like, they'll do like high danger chances and the likelihood of it going in, how many of those you let in. He still is like, he's top in like, all of the save percentages and stuff still. And the Rangers just couldn't do anything well, for him. Well, I think him. next year we have to do is we all have to go to a game. Better. Yeah, we yes. got to get like eight ticket. Melissa, Zach, you know, uh, Steven. Steven, Sammy, Eric. We got to get you know Juliana. You know, we got to all go to a game. Well, I was I did got a section there. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, while we got to see like when they go on or secondary or whatever, it can be like a Saturday afternoon game against the you know, well, I Sacramento. Went, you those know. are the better games to go to. I went to two like. Games this year, the San Jose Sharks, right? I'm sorry. Where uh, the Rangers played the Blue Jackets in one of them, and the Penguins in another one. There was six nothing and six to one. Like right. those are the games that so go to. Something like that. We, we, and I did get to see Kane and Tarasenko play for them for the I, one year that they're there. I got to see them both. Because you have. Well, we'll made, keep Kane. 
<laughs> yeah, you haven't been to a game in a while. Right? I haven't been to a game in a while. No. You went to a playoff game though, right? I, I, you did yes. go to a playoff game. Melissa, you've That's... never been to a hockey game, honey. Well, we'll all have to go. We gotta I mean, do that. that'll be a thing I we took my friend uh, to his first ever hockey game this year. Like right. play, like uh, I mean, professional, not the uh, college. And then, sure. yeah, it's the it's, atmosphere it's, there is insane. It is amazing. I went to a playoff game against the Capitals that went to a shootout. It was amazing. Or you mean like overtime? Overtime? Or, no, overtime, and then because in playoffs, in the playoffs, no, no, yeah, no, okay, no, it was it was overtime. What what happened was it? Oh, like a penalty it, shot in overtime. Yes, within the last second, um, they scored within the last minute. They scored to tie the game to then go, and that was the most insane thing I've ever seen. Jeez. Yeah, that's that's Brad Richards. Yeah, scored, scored Brad the goal. Richards scored the goal. I never really there's liked nothing Brad like Richards like a live. Uh, uh, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. So, Michael, the Panthers are up three nothing uh, over the Leafs. They play tonight. You think that series is over? I think it's over. Whether it's over tonight, I don't know. But I, you, like, you don't see any way that the Leafs are winning. You know, no. Okay, no. four in a row. No, uh, no team. Hard, I think they said only two percent of teams ever have ever done that. Like any season ever. And the Leafs, with their horrible luck, is not going to be. Do you one agree, of them. Zach, on that? Because I, I, I mean, I. I agree with Michael that they might get one game, but it's to okay. delay the inevitable. Let me go to this. Golden Knights are up two to one over the Oilers. Oilers going to come back and win the series, or are the Golden Knights going to move on? I can see the Oilers winning that series. However, I want the Golden Knights, okay. even though really David, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I don't like uh, Vander Kane, who's on the team. The Oilers. Okay, and, uh, and for a lot of off ice reasons for him, okay. I also don't like the conversation around Leon Dreisaitl, who's the number two to to McDavid. Gotcha, because he's he's great. He's a great player, but a lot of people don't realize that it's also because he plays with McDavid. He plays with McDavid. Like he's a great player, but he wouldn't be. You're helped. Yes. a lot when you're right. You he with wouldn't McDavid. be him if he wasn't playing on that team. But uh, he'd still be great. He'd still yeah, be an all star, but all-star. it's just the the number one and two best player in the league. No, he's not the second best player in the league. Dry side. So it's not a Pippen Jordan type thing. Where Scottie Pippen was a great yeah. player in his own right. Yeah, I don't think so. But people will equate it to that, right? But it's like when you play with uh, McDavid, that's you know but I could McDa- score with McDavid. We could play with McDavid. Yeah, I is could McDavid play with far and away like yes? The like best is player. there a, a gap then between one and two? There's like he is. Yes. Hall of Fame destined. He's the yeah, if he finished his career now, he could still be he'd Hall probably of Fame still in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but I mean, even without a cup, that's how good he is. But he'll definitely, if he doesn't win one, it would be he'll have to, to be me. he'll be a guy that'll say, "I got to get out." And I hope for or you got because Edmonton is not you know now that's would be a guy the Rangers would be great to, to yeah. get now now not yes like you said when he's forty two whatever. He, yeah, he'll make any, that's the thing about him, he'd make any team better. Because he's a team, team guy, he's not just a me guy. Well, because he's, he, the whole defense, he'll get three people on him because it's him. And he'll either, he'll do one of two things, he'll either beat all of them because he's faster and or better. He'll pass. Or he'll pass it to you who's wide open in front of the net and you happen to be falling over and your stick hits it. Like, he's, he's just he's that He's like that consummate team guy, he's like... 
Yeah, assistant. He's, he's I mean, you've seen him. The one of the biggest highlights is against the Rangers, but he's done it like on four occasions where he goes through the whole five players on the ice and still scores. Like by himself, his team's going for a change, and he's like he he does like a head fake, and then he's by everybody. He's, the he's way nailed. he does it, is and insane. he manages to do it and somehow not be annoying. Like he's not like he he's, he's a, a Gretzky is kind of attitude. He's a nice guy. He's yeah. team. Yeah. He's never just me. It's we. It's not me. Yeah, and I don't really like uh, Paul Beeson at all too much. He's like a, he was an ex-player now. He's an analyst, and I thought it was kind of funny because earlier in the season, bef- before he got like sixty-four goals in the season, he had like twenty, and uh, he's typically known for assists. I would say okay. because he always gets more assists than goals every year, and I don't think he's ever won the the. Or uh, was it the Rocket Richard Trophy for most goals in the season? I think so. I don't yeah. think he's ever won that prior to this year. But since Paul Beeson had asked him, he was like, "Oh, you're usually an assist guy." He's like, "What? You know, what have you been doing differently to score more goals this year?" And he just looks at him. He's like, "I've always scored goals." And that's it. And then he moves on. He's just like a little like. He's like, "If I if I wanted to, basically, like I I, I, I've I always scored." To. Okay, <laughs> like that. And I was like. I love that. I was like, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's he is the best. So we've got two more series. We've got the Hurricanes or th- uh, yeah, the three Hurricanes. up on the de- three one up on the Devils. That series is over. And I I hate the Hurricanes. I do. And you hate I, the Devils. I, I hate, as but much. that's the thing. I hate the Hurricanes. But the Devils took out the Rangers this year. I want them to. I'm pissed that the Devils got one game win on that series. That sucks so bad because it started so strong. So and the yeah. Kraken and Stars are two two. What do we got in that one? Oh, I want the Kraken. Kraken. Thousand yeah. Release the Kraken, baby. Yeah. We release the Kraken. I mean, I'd like. I want to say Jason Robertson. He's a player of like also. I think he's a. Like the Pacific Islander, they call it. He's yes, like of yeah. Asian heritage of some, but like he's a huge star in the NHL. And I feel like a being in the minority for that, and b playing on Dallas, he doesn't get the type of news or press that other people do. But um, uh, he's, I just want to. He's an emerging star who I I love on Dallas. So I wouldn't be. I wouldn't and be the upset. Kraken's got some cool players too. Some that's other, a, I yeah, really yeah, do like, love the Kraken and just what they what they've done to this point. So. I mean, last year they were horrible. This year they're in the playoffs and making a run. Right, the Kraken were not good last the year. Kraken, they weren't yeah, they, the they golden missed the Knights, playoffs so. and everything. They nice were way. they were they weren't good. A lot of people said they didn't have a good expansion draft like the the Knights did. Right, but right. whatever the Kraken did their second year, they really turned it around. So now we got to turn to the NBA for a little bit, Zach, and uh, I'm going to start with your Phoenix Suns. Okay. What's up, Chris Paul? Gonna play? I think he's out for the series, right? If I'm not mistaken, I, I, think I he's love out Chris for Paul this. for you, Zach. But every year you've watched him, he he's been injured in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah, every, every year. Oh, I know. I know. every every single. And this... I'm not saying there's a knock on him. It's tough to. Play. I I would probably. Well, you know, they have play. load management in the in the NBA. They they admit it. Like they're gonna rest guys, but it seems like he gets hurt. It, semifinals or finals going, you know what I mean? It's mean, yes, just no, that Chris definitely. Paul thing. But I'm, I'm biased. I, I really like him. I really, really like him. It seems like with the Suns, even more than other teams, he's relied on to keep the team's head. Because right. when I, watching last night and the game before, where okay, so they, they came back and won two games, which are okay, right. good. But last night's game... But the Nuggets are three two now. Against three two, the Suns. yeah. La- they last play night's game was a bloodbath. Yeah, that was yeah. that was that was not fun to watch. Well, Durant got a technical, I think. Didn't he 
puts Jokic and yeah, uh, yeah. The, there, was, there was there was a lot going was a lot on. Of, um, I can understand some of Michael's concerns about Durant. I can certainly say you can see it. Um, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, Chris Paul, they they show like they almost do this like reel of just it's just like sheer hopium of him in the morning. Like, oh, he's in his shorts. He's playing. He's right. I don't, he's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna do this series. I I don't know. It, it's. It's not looking great. It's a heartbreaker. It's a heartbreaker. I mean, I'd, heartbreaker. I'd like to He's see going to be a great player, Hall of Famer, that probably never wins, you know, that, that, that you know, yeah, can't get to the I, promise I, I land. Don't it's, uh, I, don't, I don't want to believe that yet, but it certainly No, I'm not seems, just saying get, yeah. that, get that team to the, you know, get the Suns to the promise land. It would be in line with players that I love, like Henrik Lundqvist and Chris Ball. Yes. Now, the Knicks are down 3-1. They play the Heat tonight. Yeah. I think the Knicks probably will win tonight, but I think the Heat's going to win that series. Which, uh, good for the, uh, I like Jimmy Butler. Good for the Yeah, team. yeah. Although a lot of people have been, like, Nick crazy, but, you know. It, it we're not, sucks, I mean, dude. me personally, we're not Nick fans. I, I, like, like players. I don't like, like, I used to, when I was growing up, Knicks were my, my team. But, I mean, the other game is tonight also. It's the Lakers are up 3-1 against the Warriors. So do you think it ends tonight, or do you think it's, one more game in L.A. that I think Golden State wins, and I think it's going to go back to L.A. I mean, it's 3-1 now, but if they win, it's 3-2. They go back to L.A., and I think they close them out. But you think this is a tough lose, one because I like if they LeBron. lose tonight, they get scared, and the uh, same thing that happens to I'll LeBron. tell you, the Lakers can either be very, very good when everything, when they're clicking on, you know, when they have Davis and LeBron are doing well and, and uh, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, got 15 points in the yes. fourth quarter of the last and, game. And uh, D'Angelo Russell, right? They right, are, and you don't have, the thing is you don't have, like, there's, Clay Thompson is awful. When they're, when they're obviously, when any team's not shooting well, but when Thompson's not hitting well, uh, they don't have that other option for them, which has been, been tough for them. But I can see Golden State winning. They are the champs. They've been down before. They can, they can easily come back, but... It's tough because I Le- LeBron could get another championship, or Steph can get fought. You know, yeah. so it's going to be very interesting. But I think the Knicks will win tonight, which is. But I think they'll lose the. They'll win. They'll I think lose they'll lose them. in Miami. I or unless Miami can shut them shut them down and and, and just put an end to it. But uh, Knicks fans do get excited when they win. They think uh, championships right away, and it's uh, just not. Uh, you you kind of got to admire the passion. The, the, I mean, New York been... is a basketball town, though. But you know, they always say the Garden is. There's nothing like the Garden. The other night when I was watching the Laker game, that place was rocking. Yeah. So when your team is good and you got eighteen thousand people in a building. And the sound is reverberating in. They're all pretty tough places to play. You know what I mean? It's oh, the yeah. team that's on the court or well, the ice. The game or that those Rangers lost at home, they lost two games at home. Right. They were dead silent at it's those dead games. Silent it's and like booing. Right. Yeah, and, then, the and right. Booing, that's the thing. New York will just turn on you immediately. Oh, of course. But that's why it's like other buildings are probably better to play in. Because when you're, when you're good, then it's like no other. Right. But when you're bad, they they'll turn a. Oh well, on. yeah, but that'll happen. But New York is it's, it's frustration level too because they want to to reclaim it, and it's the mecca. It's the, you know the you know, it's the garden. Baby. It used to be like John Condon was the announcer. He'd go, "Welcome to the magical world of Madison Square Garden," and then the Knicks would come out, 
and yeah. the place would go nuts. But you had Walt Frazier and Bill Bradley and Dave the Bush. You had all great, you know, Willis Reed. So the place obviously was because you already you knew most of the time you were going to win games, or if they were down like 10, 15 points, they still had a chance to come back. With this Nick team, it just doesn't. I don't know, and you know, I think they're they're snake bit. Like the Rangers, you know what I mean? They're, it they're just maybe it's Jane, the owner. If Dolan goes, it definitely maybe I mean, he doesn't help Dolan. No, Dolan is not well liked in, in in a lot of circles, but he's definitely not liked by by. There fans. could be a succession show about Jim Dolan. Yes, they could <laughs> definitely do that. And the Sixers, Celtics, the Cel- the Sixers are up three to two on the Celtics. I think the Sixers are going to win. I don't know. I think they'll win. The series too. So we'll we'll we'll. But our next podcast, we'll get to the next. Finals Just one quick basketball question while we're on it. In LA, are they going to rename the crypt? The, the, they uh, have to, right? Well, the crypto because it's, it's a crypto. Cause yeah, it's FTX it's currency, it, right? Yeah, I. That was a stupid idea. That well, they figured you know naming rights are getting how much a year or whatever they got for that thing, but they're all you know. Gonna grab it's a money grab. It's a money. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just. I don't know what. The, I mean, it used to be the fabulous forum, you know. Yeah. I mean? And then it was a staple, you know. So it's where you're gonna, what you're gonna do, and how you're gonna get the. Uh, it's the, the, the money kiss of death to be new if you're staples or. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. What's like, next? The Christmas tree shop arena. <laughs> the Christmas tree shop or Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed, Bath, Beyond arena. That might work. That might work. And uh, by the way, I'm playing hurt today. I do have poison ivy. But it did not affect. You got poison did, ivy. Oh my god! I do one day's worth of yard work, oh and I'm covered in poison ivy. Melissa worked at, at at Aunt Sharon's house. Everything, not not a drop. I go outside, rake. I don't. I didn't even see any, and my arms. I'm covered in. Maybe it, it was on that rock. Yeah, they yeah, all that rock. Did I? Did we move that rock? That was a team fought. effort. We, we moved, moved the rock. It must have weighed two hundred. My father easy. fought the rock, and he got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got the I fought the rock, and the rock. Uh, yeah, I needed a little help uh, for that. Zach, I called you. It almost killed Zach. <laughs> I know Zach got was, cut up. <laughs> it's at least ninety more pounds. Than Zach. <laughs> oh my God, ninety! That thing weighed. That's probably about one hundred and fifty pounds more than Zach. That was a heavy rock. That's a heavy, heavy rock. But we did it. We did it. We did it. Perseverance. Uh, Melissa, we watched the uh, Mulaney special. Oh! Oh, yeah. Hit it, Jerry. <coughs> Hit it. <laughs> I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, very cathartic. Very cathartic without being overly sentimental. I read a lot of things that they called him, like, kind of caustic and, and not likable, but I thought, like, no, I thought he was just exploring. I think he, he crushed himself a lot saying what he had to, what he went through and what he did and everything. Did you find that, Melissa? What did you think? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, the the worst person that he took it out was himself. Yeah. But the whole intervention thing was hysterical. It's like, you know, all these funny people at your intervention. Not funny at all. Not one joke, not one. So I liked it. I thought it was fun. And I actually, I just watched two the... The Peacock series that his buddy Pete Davidson did. Oh, Bub Kiss. <laughs> yeah, which oh, yeah. is kind of like the same thing, you know. Comics now, kind of, you know, their their real lives, putting that in there and everything. And he was in that for a little bit as well. Edie Falco plays his mother, yes. Pete Davidson's mother yeah. from The Sopranos. Yes, yeah. Carmela. 
Um, I, I I loved it too. I thought it was great. I thought the the best bit because it's so funny. I read that GQ profile that he <laughs> I oh, read, he doesn't remember a thing on it. And, and I was just like, you know, in reading that, I'm like, wow, Mulaney's just really he's in a whole new stratosphere right now where he doesn't even really care. It's, <laughs> what I realized was the stratosphere was cocaine. You know? Yeah. Apparently, he, the, the one. Story he tells, he buys a fifteen thousand dollar Rolex watch and sells it for six. It was twelve twelve thousand dollars. Get his money <laughs> to, to get the dealer money because nobody Stealing would give him money, money from himself. His wow. business agent, so he buys. He gets. He, well, he told what, what was it? He told his agent not to let him have any of his money, right? Because he knew he had a bit of a problem. A bit. And then he was like, "Oh, but I have to get that money." He's like, "So how?" He's like, "Well, I can't take it out of my account." But I can buy a Rolex, and then I can go and pawn the Rolex. That's what he does, so right. So that's how he gets money yeah, to buy yeah. drugs. I, I, because I, I, he can't get money to buy the drugs by just taking out of his account. Wow. Still, he's such a great storyteller. His delivery is great. Um, I, I thought it was really, really... I thought it's really well done. It was tough to watch his breakdown as a fan and everything like that, especially knowing mm-hmm. he was an addict before and all that. So this was actually kind of nice because it was never that I didn't like him as much but it was sad to watch all of that uh just go down especially because you know I've always I've always liked John Mulaney John Mulaney's really really funny and you know I I just hope that now he's he's in a good place and it right because you what he was telling those stories like when you like you're you're laughing at some of the story but you're thinking how is this guy still here yeah, because he was doing, and he wasn't like he said it. I was doing a lot of cocaine. I wasn't just doing cocaine. I was doing when you're when you're and that all desperate the other stuff. to buy a watch for fifteen or twelve thousand, twelve thousand to get six thousand dollars back from it to buy cocaine with it. And that's you know six thousand dollars. You can buy a lot of cocaine. Not that I. I, I don't know what the, that. the father knows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, the market is inflated recently. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, inflation, you, and, you know, you got to add that into yeah, and inflation you know, killed everybody. The writers really? strike. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. There's a lot of things you got to. This have. economy, the hidden fees now, the supply chain fees. issues. Yeah, the supply chain issues drives me crazy. Biden's that. build back better deal. Right, but when he was telling that story, I'm like, oh my god. That's desperation. Was it like a continuation of like what he was doing at his SNL when he hosted that time? Because uh, did he, he he did like a monologue like sort of and similar, right? I or something. Because I I I the the funniest thing was that the intervention started. Um, he was two hours late for his intervention because he went over to Saturday Night Live where he was a writer and he just asked them to cut his hair and instead of saying you're not hosting this week, yeah. they they, they cut, cut his, his hair. hair. So it's it's really good, but that, it's so funny that he ends with that GQ profile of him. Yeah, reading with, reading it reading out, reading it out loud, and and he's talking about Fruit Loops and all this. Yeah, it's he really... was out there, but w- during the intervention, it was like uh, Seth Meyers was one of the people. Seth Meyers, Bill Hader, Bill Hader, yeah, um, yeah, Fred Armisen, Nick Roll, <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's some are on Zoom somewhere there. Yeah. He's like, you know, you're on Zoom. What the hell do you care about? Yeah. You saved yeah. my life from Zoom. <laughs> from Zoom. Yeah, I heard exactly. a few, because uh, you guys were watching we it. Watched I heard them, it yeah. from the yeah. other room when he was like, there was a greatest collection of people not to do it, like not to make any joke. 
But then I don't that I gotta watch it, but I I heard good things about. Yeah, he's he's when they said did they did they prepare you for me? You know, like all those. <laughs> yeah. and then, we heard you'd when, be nice <laughs> when he was like, uh, if you really cared about me, you would actually be here. He's like, yeah. I said that constantly. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, he was. That was a at points it was tough because you you like you felt for the guy, but he could make it funny. But you're seeing like what he was, and then plus. Especially now knowing that he's with, you know, the hot mun and he's got a baby. But he did that, you know, like he was... That was like right after Rhea got with her. It was, I think it was before Rhea, because I was like, that's when I was smiling. I was like, oh, he's with Olivia Munn. He broke up with that woman that he was with forever. And then that happened. I was like, Because the special before that, he was what? The kid makes... The one from Radio City. Kid Gorgeous. That was... That's hilarious. That's that's all of the specials have been so fun. That was one of the all-time best comedy specials ever. I mean, you laugh from the beginning to... It's nonstop. He really... And he's very good with his delivery and the way he can move the stage. And he's just... Not move the stage, but the way he moves around the stage. He's really, really a great, great stand-up. And that's hard. I mean... It's 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 so hard. And it's, I'm it's, telling you. I mean, I can't even tell a joke. Like, you know, I think like, you know... You know, you like to there's think you're funny or whatever. There's people who are funny and there's stand-ups. Exactly. It's, it's, it's so... a totally different thing. There's writers mm-hmm. that are funny but probably could never get up and do it. And then there's guys that like can't sit but could get up in front of an audience and just crush them. And he can do that. But he does both. He writes very well. He wrote for Saturday Night but yet he can also... Now, I saw um, Nick Kroll's special. It was on a... Nick Kroll is is he's a good stand-up. sketch. Yeah, he's a good sketch comic, but he's not a good stand-up guy. Which is funny you say that because he was in all the sketches for the History of the World Part Two, and you did not like. Well, that, that was <laughs> that should have been a writer strike for that. The History of the World that was just. Did you see any? That was of, probably I, when John Mulaney was in rehab when when they were right, writing that. Did that. anybody see any of that? I, it I, was, I watched the whole thing. But how? Like if you're going to grade that? That was definitely a. C-. I mean, I liked it, but it's like you know. But I mean, definitely it, not compared it, to the movie that it's. You know. Right, but it just it just everything seemed to fall like they did the Underground Railroad where they had the subway with. You know, I'm like, what? It's just, it was pretty, pretty obvious. It was weak. I, 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 it was weak. I, I, could, I couldn't do much. I didn't even it. finish watching it, and I was excited. I'm like, oh, God, we got all these great people are in it. Nick, you know, Wanda Sykes, who's funny. And and I'm like, give me a laugh. I don't yeah. need a ton of laughs. Give me a laugh. I, I didn't, I'm just sitting there watching, and I'm going, I, I don't find any of this Another, funny. Yeah. You, know, you might have had some herbal help. Melissa to make it. Well, seem... I think too with that, it's like because I I liked it because I liked all the people in it and I like all the things that they like. I grew up with it. You grew up with you know Mel Brooks's the right, first I... one, which is a great like. I think it can't even touch that at all. It shouldn't be in the same field no, as that. But, but for me, it was the, like all right. I like all these guys. The I Moses, like all what them, was what it they're with doing. the. Um... The, the Noah's Ark or whatever get all that they're all just getting puppies. Uh huh. I'm like, what? Did, yeah. It's not. Yeah, no, it's just not. It fell flat to no. me, and some I was looking for. I like, I like that. some of these people in it myself. I'm thinking that you know, and you want to laugh, and and but you're just like, geez, you got this talent, and it's like comedy is the hardest thing. It's oh, it's God. the hardest thing. It's it's rhythm. It's it's like I mean, of my like favorite standups of all time. He's very John Mulaney. Maybe it's like John, John Mulaney. Mulaney. Also, I just don't know who that was like made for exactly. 
the, the second part. It too. was made for you nostalgia know? because people well, thought yeah, they wanted it. You mean, what are you talking about? Who's really like, like asking the audience? Like who? for that? You know, oh, I, I see. like if they just made just a random like sketch show kind of all right. But I feel like nobody was really nobody's really asking you to make another. Uh, well, people want the world. People want their space balls. It's just like just let it be. Let well, it I be. think just let everybody it has a chance because Mel Brooks is still like one of the icons of comedy, and you get a chance to do something that Mel Brooks was mm-hmm. part of. I think that played into it also. Like, oh, who yeah. doesn't want to work with Mel Brooks? You're trading on the name. Exactly. You know, because exactly. I mean, he wasn't coming in and writing sketches. Yeah, that's no. what I'm saying. It's no. not like he did. He yeah. just, you know, came in at the end there. But he, he narrates it and whatever. But it's just the fact that, you know, oh, Mel Brooks, we're, we had a chance to work with his legend or, you know, to be around him and listen to. But you still got to get up to the plate and hit something out of the park a little bit. I wouldn't take it a single. I, I didn't find it funny. And Mom and I were looking forward to it. And I'm like, or should I say Liz? Liz and I were looking forward to it, and I couldn't, I, we're like, yeah. I don't, I tried to stay with it, and then we looked at each other and said, I just, it's just not, not working. The Mulaney special was good, Nick Kroll's was a little, I, it's, you know, so, but I, that was a while ago. If I saw you want that. a really good stand-up special that came out this year, that touches on some, you know, sad stuff, but handles it really well, is this Mark Marin from... I Bleak. saw that, that one. from Bleak to Mark Dark. Mark Maron well, is just good. everything he does. Mar- yeah, I love Mark Maron. He's another that's... one that, like, he's a storyteller, so it's just... Uh, yes, it's he not did. Like he, he was jokes good. that are one-offs. Like, when he goes up, it's like, oh, it's going to be a story. I've been checking his, but, uh, yeah. uh, his podcast out, too. He's oh, good. yeah. He's, he's, he's got a good podcast. He's a great conversationalist. Mm-hmm. Yes. He really... He really he and really he's is. like the OG. You want to talk about podcasts? Star- yeah, like, he's starting. He was in the game when... Started on the radio station that they had, the Air America. And they yeah. Right, yeah. right. And then he went, uh, you know, yes. He's, he's very good at it because it's just very, you know, laid back. But he's, he's smart. He gets the, you know, he gets it out of it. Yeah, Liz got me into that, too. I, I, I listened to Gilbert, too. Unfortunately, he passed away. But they had a lot of old timers on mm-hmm. and old comedy writers. And I was listening to Michael McKeon's today from, mm-hmm. from Gilbert's. You know, you hear the stories and when he worked. Oh, yeah, that's why. They, it's great. That's why to, I love podcasts. Yeah, they are, they are good. And when, you know, like ours. Much I mean, like ours, now, yes. We get, when the celebrities start coming in, you we'll, just wait and see what's going to happen. I mean, happen. you got one right here. Well, we have a few. I have three. I'm sitting around with three uh, yeah. celebrities right now in their own right. But I don't even know how I do, like, if I had to, like, I, I think that sometimes, like, who would I want to interview? Like, who would I, like... Like an entertainment world, like you know, like, like, like Michael Douglas. Can you imagine, like, we had Michael Douglas, like, sitting around here talking about, like, you've been doing movies for of all the people you're gonna pull. I wasn't expecting. Well, you Michael know why? Douglas. Because when I when I think of it, he's been around for a he's very long time, while, yeah. Michael Douglas. So he's kind of like because people were saying like Tom Cruise is the only movie star that's that there, and I'm saying I think Michael Douglas is a movie star. It's just Michael Douglas can't hang off a plane. You know, right. I mean, that's, but that's an action Michael star. Michael Douglas didn't yes. donate all his money to Scientology. But, you know, but, but if you're thinking about a guy that started in the 70s, his father was Kirk. a great actor in his own right. He's a, a, and a lot of, you know, we always say celebrity kids how they are. Look what he's done. I mean, the great movies he's been Such in, directed, he's, he's a Nepo. Right, he's a Nepo. 
But I, I would mean, think, like, if I was going to, like, just to be able to say, like, you work with Carl Malden, you know Street what I mean, from Streets to San Francisco, who was a great actor in his own right, but he knew, like, older Hollywood because his father was Kirk Douglas and knew all these other pictures. Just for his Danny DeVito roommate stories alone. Exactly, he but he's known so many, known so many people. He's worked with so many people. He's directed them. He's starred with them. He's, you know, he's, that's a guy, like, you could say, like, that is a movie star, though. Like, Meryl Streep's a movie star. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the movies that she's been in since the, you know, 70s, you know, and you, you just follow the career and all the people that she's worked with or he's worked with, those are, I think, like, they say, oh, Tom Cruise, he's, like, the last movie star. But I'm going, no, there's, these guys are still alive. Oh, he's older, I think, Michael I, think, I don't even know if I'd even call, like, Tom Cruise a movie star. An action star, yeah. But, like, a movie star? You know exactly, like, Tom Cruise is just Tom Cruise in every... It's not like he's really putting on a persona. The like only Magnolia movie he Tom did a really Cruise good ever. job in was Tropic Thunder. That's the only movie you could look at him and be like, oh, he's acting. He's, he's every doing other movie, it's like, different. it's Tom Cruise. He's flying out of play. Like, he's an action star, in my opinion. Well, but like, lately, that's what movie he's star. done. I mean, he did some, like, Born in the... You know, Born I mean, the thing is, yeah, he... Was it Born in the... The Mission Impossibles is what he did. He 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 had like in the nineties to the two thousands he was you definitely know, he going was, for the Oscar plays. But. but but I'm just saying like though like there's a guy like you because he's he's gone from let's say the seventies I'm talking about Michael Douglas now to now and you know so he's been through every he's seen what Hollywood's like what and it, he could tell stories from when his father even knew about the blacklist and and what was going on in the 50s and the you know how actors couldn't get jobs and writers couldn't get jobs and everything that was going on then he knew that history of Hollywood basically he is a Hollywood you know legend I, I think that would be one person that so if anybody has his number I'll, like to, I'll, yeah. if you okay, guys away, if yeah. you can work on that like well, Clint Eastwood too we'll be talking I mean, for you know, like Obviously now Clint's, you know, but he's been around since he's been around forever. The fifties, yeah. you know, next, what I mean that. Next podcast, we'll have to do our uh, report. Who do you want to interview on the podcast? Exactly. Who would you have? Who would you have, yeah. you would you have and why? Yeah, have so that's, many that's, friends. That's, that's our homework. Yeah. Yes, yes if you can just get me the numbers of some of these celebs, we yeah. can we can work this. We can work this. Well, we're, we already know we're getting Kane. Patrick yeah. Kane will be on because he'll he's be past on. his prime, so I'm he'll sure. be he'll be definitely. That's what we'll do. We'll we'll do, we'll call up and say, look, we're doing a show. We have a podcast called Past His Prime, and since you are now, we consider Past His Prime a perfect place for you to come on and just talk about it because I think that. But I do think Michael Douglas, and that would be one. Like I'm sure you would say Tom Hanks would be your. He'd be up there certainly. I mean, there, there's I mean? there's there's a lot, but yeah, no, there's he's a ton. For next ton. month, we'll get him. But I mean, yeah, I'd like to, I there's would, a would love ton to of people I'd love to, yeah. you know. We got Chet Hanks. Yeah, we could get <laughs> we could Chet. We could probably get, get yeah, we, we have to tell him to tone it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I could, yeah. I think there's I There's no cursing on this podcast. I can control him, but yeah, but it's I'm just saying that'd be one. I mean, there's tons of people I'd love to, love to interview. Denzel would be cool. Samuel L. would be cool. one of the big things of last year was Denzel Washington's now interview on the sadly ended Jesus and Marrow was just amazing if you just want to watch a great interview watch that so yes he would be really that now that show and now I'll, I don't want to keep you guys longer now what happened one's doing Formula One like racing things and they, they just had a split of over money was it or it was wasn't it? it was over uh, if you believe 
the stories, uh, they they had a manager that they had forever. Uh-huh. And so there's Jesus and Mero. Uh, the manager started when they moved from Vice to Showtime. Right. The manager was kind of a problem. He was yelling at Showtime employees. People were really rough. You know, he was really, really rough to a lot of people. Right. Jesus, even though the managers of them forever believed that they had to side with, you know, Showtime and the people and basically say, like, we should let him go. Maro essentially was like, this guy's been with us since the beginning. Oh, so. And that, that split them up. That's that's the story because it came seemingly out of nowhere. But that that was now. Did they? I'm I'm don't know their backstory. Were they were they on um, podcast? They first? started with the podcast comedy, and then they got the show off of that. They were like they were doing podcasting, and they were on the show like Guy Code that was on like MTV. I didn't really watch that, but uh-huh. I started getting aware of them just through Vice. You watched them too, Mike. No, Stephen and Zach like you go. Okay, Melissa, yeah. you did also. Watch did you, what? Jesus and Mara. Sorry oh. to wake Melissa up during yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I, I, well, I, no, I didn't know if you were talking about Guy Code, which I actually I have seen that. It's on right. VH1, Zach. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. sorry. Get it right. A Viacom property. Yes. A Viacom <laughs> property. Yeah. 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 Really embarrassing. Yeah. Word, terrible. Okay? Terrible. That's all right. Whoa. That's, no, that's, that's a bummer. They're they're great. They were awesome. I love them, and it sucks to see two friends break up over that. But you know, it happens. It happens. It, There's you know, a lot of loyalty or certain things. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it happens, and it's it, that's why Stephen's on the podcast tonight. Yeah, Stephen is. He's uh, holding out. He's holding out. Was Melissa holding yeah. out? But yeah. now she's. She uh, always seems to be contract yeah, but issues. There's always contract issues. But yeah, I can't wait. get. Out the way for the writer's strike to end before I could post this. That's right, Mike. Solidarity with the writers. Yeah. I think we are going to see a podcast and YouTube boom during this period where these writers are probably going to do stuff on other mediums while they're away. Like you'll, I think that podcasting, which exploded during, the but won't pandemic. they have to get though a sponsors or something for it like you could do that shit on your like you well could do it. as we are doing it in a yeah, back room you, right you now you can but do it on your own and get you yeah know, i guess guests on and people once it starts taking off and things like that yeah because you could do all your skits that you were gonna do let's say for like saturday night live or whatever you could write get that. all the writers together and say okay that's commits this that would be one thing i've always wanted to do too sit in a writer's room a comedy writer's room like you know and just see how the ideas come the to, pitches, yeah, you know, just how it comes to be, like for the, either the weekly show or like a movie, like we're going to do a comedy or whatever, like how it just starts at one like idea and then it just blossoms out to me. Or, you know, even a drama too, but just to sit in a writer's room, a comedy room and just listen to them just riff on, oh, I had an idea for this or that. It'd be, That'd be awesome, man. It really would be. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, yeah, we can't really get a celebrity and I can't get Steven here. I can't even get my own son to do a podcast. Well, he's so, got a kid. No, I know that. Yes. I'm just saying. So maybe shooting for Michael Douglas might be a little bit too high. What's he doing now? Yeah, that's true. Well, listen, I have lunch with him every week, but I really don't like to <laughs> right. ask my friends you know what I'm saying? I mean, to come on podcasts. I know Stephen wants to do exactly. them, and he's obviously he's got a very good excuse not to be able to come up and do these. But he's please. He's, but but I think the Kaminsky method's off. So yeah, that's could, true. You could. You could that's Maybe true. You're right. I mean, he didn't hit a home run every time, Michael Douglas, because that got a little sad. I, 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 I'll tell you what's crazy too, and then I'll let you guys go. Is the Bill Hader um, Barry Barry 
Oh my God, it's crazy that show. I gotta Should, get back into. I, I haven't have watched the new season. You have to watch this season. I watched the last insane. season. So. Because it's the last season. I thought last season was going to be like they brought. It's a, it's a new season. Oh yeah. my God, it's crazy this year. It's even crazier. But it's, it's what a brilliant idea. No, oh, yeah, he's he's great. He really is just so good, Bill Hader. He's so good. I like I loved him before. I knew he was great with comedy, but this is like to see his range. Like he's just pissed off in the show. Oh <laughs> he does my it god! So well. I like it. And the guy yeah. who was in my stapler is in it too. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Stephen Root. Yeah, he's so he plays good. a badass. He's he really badass. does. Really. And, well, the best thing about that show though is Noho Hank. The bald, the all bald guy. No, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, yes. he's the greatest thing about yes. this show. Yes, he is very. There, everybody's. I mean, Every, that's, everyone's. That's, I'm just saying. No, but that, you're fun. right. That's a great character, but it's such a great show too, though. I mean, you you take this premise of a an actor slash hitman, or you know, it's like unbelievable. Yeah, well, he used to be what a sniper. He was a sniper, a sniper in the sniper. Army, Marines, and, and yeah, the Marines, then he's right. a hitman. He's trying to be the actor, but no, he's and, and he gets a role where all these other guys are struggling to get. And he just gets right. It's 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 really funny. It's really funny. So so check out Barry. If I can't check out Barry, if I can't get Michael Douglas, maybe Bill Hader. Could come on. Yeah, I'm, yeah we'll we, get. We're open to anyone. They, really. No one's doing anything right now, so maybe we'll get. We'll get That's some true. We'll cast That's a wide true. Net. And we won't even write anything down when they come, so I'm not breaking no. any rules. No, no, I, mean, we're not, we're I did jot down a couple of things here, but that's just names and things I wanted to remember. But yet I couldn't remember. We, we stand so there, WGA here, <laughs> the Writers Guild of America. America you are yes. right, yep. Zach. So thanks for listening and stand by this podcast, Zach. Please, after this, after this. But thanks for bringing up the Mulaney thing. You're very welcome. Thank you. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.